Mouth like a piece of string. Nineteen years old and I'm sitting stiff as a plank behind the steering wheel, waiting to start the engine. For God's sake, ease up! Chill out! When exactly did I get like this? I poke my head out the window and look up at the summer sky. So deep and clear and blue, as innocent as a kid's drawing. Nothing can be that simple. I want to yell. Don't lie to me! Ready then? I ask without turning around. Yep, I'm ready. I pull down the seatbelt, slip the buckle in and settle it tight across my chest. Concentrate on what you're doing, Rose. I tell myself, just concentrate on what you're doing and everything will work out. Turn the key. Okay, it starts first go. So it should. It's just been serviced. The lighted dashboard tells me I have plenty of petrol. Oil is fine too. The blinkers are working perfectly. Even the temperature gauge is smiling back at me with the black needle hovering slap-bang in the green band. Sweet. This engine blew once, right in the middle of Punt Road. I lifted up the bonnet without thinking and, whoa, the cap blew off, boiling water everywhere, black smoke, stinking fumes, the works. Lucky I didn't get badly burned. No one stopped. They just scooted past like I was a terrorist fussing over a dud bomb. Since then, I get scared if that needle goes anywhere near the red. My bag is in the back. Wetsuit, surfboard tied on the roof. What a laugh. I haven't even seen the ocean inside a year, much less considered surfing. I do dream about it, though. I've got the old rubber mattress, pillow, sleeping bag. There is some satisfaction in knowing that I'm ready for anything. I push the indicator down and pull away from the curb, Clutch down and I slam it into second gear. We're away. Rose, I think I might have forgotten my credit card. I step on the brake and stare straight ahead, hands gripping the wheel. You've got to be joking. Well, I say shitty as hell and not bothering to hide it. Have you or haven't you? I turn and see that she is looking at me instead of checking in her bag. Don't snap, darling she says before bending to search in her big, bright orange, ridiculous straw bag. It's not that important. Sorry. I mutter, thinking that it really is every bit that important. The only way I agreed to her coming was when she said she'd stay in a motel if I decide to sleep a night in the van, which I've already decided to do, although I haven't told her. How will she pay for it without her card? But you will need it. I know. Any idea where it might be? I ask through gritted teeth. Yep. She slides open the van door. I'm pretty sure it's on the kitchen table. Won't be a jiffy. She hesitates a moment, smiles and stretches one hand out, as though she's about to run her hand across the top of my chopped-off, inch-long, totally-in-your-face hair. Thankfully, she thinks better of it and pulls away. I can't get used to it. She says lightly, pretending that she's open to liking it when she does. I shrug sourly, as though her problem with my hair isn't any concern of mine. As though I'm completely at home with my new, weird, aggro image, when in fact I'm totally freaked out by it and I can't wait for my hair to grow back. Don't go without me, she calls gaily. I won't. I watch my mother jump out and run back across our huge double-fronted family home on Alfred Crescent in North Fitzroy.
She's dressed in well-cut red linen pants, a loose white cotton blouse with a frill around the wide neck, heeled sandals and those long beaded aqua earrings that I like and wish I'd accepted when she offered them to me some months ago. Her dyed red hair is up in a loose bun and she looks good for her age. 52 years old now. My sisters threw her a party last month and I didn't even pretend I had something else on. Parties and me don't connect these days and I think everyone understands that now. I reverse the van into a park just outside our gate and watch as she pushes open the wisteria-covered wrought-iron gate and makes her way up the pathway to the front door. I'm gripped with a sudden mad impulse to run after her before she disappears inside, to grab her and hug her tight, tell her I love her, just in case I never see her again. But the moment passes, thankfully. It's gone, almost before it registers. Anyway, as though that's going to happen.